It's time for a special pinball profile. My name is Herbert from Austria, or at least I'm very thankful for that person not showing up to let me squeak in to IFPA 15. I was the number one alternate. Herbert didn't show up. I got in. Just like I kind of squeaked into the circuit finals. Mr. Alternate, you can call me. Anyway, uh, it's great to be here at Adam Becker's Press Start Arcade. We're going to be talking to some of the people from all over the world. The top 63 players and myself are here for this incredible world championship last year won by Raymond Davidson. So many greats from all over the world. Eight rounds, almost like a Pinburg format too. You've got a new game, you've got a solid state and an older game in each bank. You play three rounds with a group of four people. If you can get the 96 points after eight round in the 7-5-3-1 scoring, you're probably going to advance. We'll see how it goes. Germany scores a goal! If you play competitive pinball, he is the talk of the world, not just the IFBA 15. Johannes Ostermeyer from Germany. How are you? I'm fine. Guten Tag, I should say. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Yeah. Wie geht's dir? Um, you know what? Everyone is excited to see you here because... You've just shot up the charts. You've been winning everywhere. You're now top 10 in the world, and you're only 16. Yes. How did you get into pinball? And I know it's a very generic question, but not yeah. a lot of 16-year-olds, you know. That's because of my father, because he bought all the machines when I was four years old. So I started playing uh, 12 years ago, and I've practiced and practiced, and so I became that good, I think. I don't know much about pinball in Germany or even Europe for that matter. Is it a lot of newer games, older games? What's the mix? It's a lot of newer games. It's not that much old games, but it's maybe a mixture, but more new games. I watched you, and I hope other people got a chance to see it or at least saw the scores at Cabin Fever for the pin golf tournament that happened before IFPA 15. Your first hole in the semis, you took a nine, and then I think the others had a two, a three, and a five, the top two advanced. Yeah. You finished your last two holes with holes in one to go on to the finals and then destroy it at the finals. That was pretty exciting. Yeah, I got a two ones at Attack from Mars and Freestyles, and I went good, yeah. Josh Sharp and I were just talking on Pinball Profile, and he was all excited to see, as he called, I'm just saying, this is what he said, the new hotness, Johannes. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, yeah. So how do you stay calm and cool? A lot of young guys are pretty excitable. I don't really know, I just play. There's big things expected for you, and in fact, I named you as one of the five players yeah. to watch here at IFPA 15. Yeah, Johannes, yeah. great to meet you, and uh, we're looking forward to watching you climb the charts and maybe someday be the number one player in the world. Maybe, we'll see. Thank you. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen, yeah, yeah. Enjoy your stay in San Francisco. It's not easy to get to IFPA 15. You have to be a really, really good player, or in the case of yours truly, somebody from Austria doesn't have to show up, and then you get in. But these three guys, great players from Northern California, coming to the Great White North here in Canada, Andre Masenkoff, Zach Wollens, and Brian O'Neill representing California. You had an interesting way of getting here. Do you know the road you took was a huge toll fare? In fact, probably one of the most expensive toll roads ever. I was told that after I took it, <laughs> sadly. So you got to win now just to pay your car bill. Yeah, absolutely. I, a little more motivation doesn't hurt. How's it been so far for you, Andre, in Canada? 
Uh, off to a good start, and I'm enjoying Canada quite a bit. It's nice people, nice place. It's a little warm. Did you think it was going to be cold up here? Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. I've got many layers I brought with me that I have not had any need to use yet. We forgot about spring. Thanks. Good luck to you, Andre. Hey, thanks, Jack. Now, Brian O'Neill earned it, and you were smart. You came, what, a day in advance? You had an easy path to get here, direct flight? Yeah, I got. It. I took a direct flight, which was probably the smart thing to do. I got in here yesterday. But I got caught in this uh, crazy thunderstorm, so I couldn't make it up for uh, practice. We can't What's up with that? this weather? Yeah. It is crazy <laughs> weather, no question about it, but you made it here, and you had such a great year. I remember watching you first get into the top 100 and then top 50. Yeah, top 50. It's been good for you, so uh, good luck here yeah. at IFPA 15. Thanks. The greatest trek to get here. Now, Zach Wollens, like myself, were alternates. Zach, before he knew he got in, decided, you know what? I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to pay the airfare. I'm going to risk, you know, buying Airbnb or whatever you had to do, but you got in. That's the great part, right? I did, yeah. A little nerve-wracking. No insurance on that. No insurance. Um, and then my uh, my journey here was... Um, just epic. Epic. It was an epic journey. Let's go through that. So you actually left more than 24 hours in advance. Yes. I, uh, what happened on that flight? It's a great story. Um, well, I had a great flight from San Francisco to uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. At uh, 6 a.m. And then... Uh, my plenty of time. 6 a.m.? 6 a.m., yeah. I got in about 2 o'clock to Charlotte and had about an hour for my flight, my connecting flight. Got on the flight. Everything was great. Weather was great. We take off. We're uh, halfway to Toronto. Perfect. And um, the pilot comes on and says, I have some bad news. Uh, we have to go back to Charlotte because one of our crew members uh, doesn't have a valid passport. They announced that on the plane? Yes. Yes. Why would they say that? Why wouldn't they just say, you know, we've got to do a little pit stop here? Why? Well, because then you're booing the person who. It's it's better than having people think that something's wrong with the plane because I've been in that situation too. But this one, anyway, we went back. We land in Charlotte, and as soon as we land, uh, thunderstorms start, and they shut the airport down. For how long? Off and on, probably. I was at the airport for about eight hours. They ended up canceling the flight. Luckily, I squeezed on to another flight that was going to Toronto that was supposed to leave hours earlier. But You actually delayed. boarded the plane and then made you cut off again. Oh, yes. Uh, we boarded the plane three times in that in that eight-hour span. Um, they tried to get us off the ground, and uh, it just it was a nightmare. But you made it. Made That's it. all that matters. Uh, Those are usually the stories that happen before yeah, somebody wins yeah. it all. So anyway, we I, I rolled into town about uh, 4 a.m., and uh, yeah, I'm here. Four hours of sleep or so, and uh, oh. playing pinball. Do you want to hear about the four hours of sleep, Andre, or is it a sob story or what? I'm curious. What about you, Brian? You know Zach from the Bay Area. Uh, he can he can definitely win it on four hours of sleep. All right, so no sleep. I saw Levy Naiman here. He's got a bunch of extra G fuel, so maybe you should cash in on some of that. Yeah, get in on some of that sponsorship deal. Zach, Andre, Brian, great to talk to you. Representing Northern California. Yeah, thanks. thanks yeah. Thank you. Next match, Australia. He came from down under, but he's here at IFPA 15 here in Keswick, Ontario, just north of Toronto. Grant Stevens from Australia. How are you, mate? Good. I've, uh, I was pretty tired the last couple of days. Big, long flight. Yesterday, definitely 15 hours of play. Took it out of me, and two, the last two nights, four hours sleep, so... So you're feeling great. I'm feeling good today. Sounds like a midweek Australian kind of thing there with the uh, little sleep there and a little bit of partying. That's it. Now, I have found out through Martin and Ryan C. of Head to Head Pinball Podcast that pinball is so massive in Australia. How did this all come about? Has it been like that for a while? It's 
been pretty big for a while, but for some reason, I guess over the last 10 years, a lot of container pins have come in from Europe and it's just exploded, especially the last five years. It's hard because we don't have them in bars and, and fish and chip shops, but we've got a lot of private collectors in Australia with a lot of big collections and that's where a lot of people play their pinball and I guess it's just growing through everyone wanting one in their man cave. You see a lot of newer games in Australia from what I've heard from Martin and Ryan. So yes. when you see an older collection like you're seeing at IFPA 15, yes. is it a little intimidating or is it, wow, what are these? No, uh, Ryan and that, they're from Melbourne. Melbourne and Brisbane are generally... You're Adelaide, are Adelaide, yeah. yes, correct. So Melbourne and Brisbane are more newer Stern stuff where Adelaide's a lot of Bally Williams 90. And like, for instance, my solid state collection, I've got a good 25 solid states chump so, change to the pecs but i'm pretty impressed that's, a, that's amazing yeah so and the solid states are what, what i like i guess i'm getting older now and they're a bit easier to play don't need a university degree to understand the rule sets well are, are there many of those in australia let's be honest yeah i'm just kidding buddy yeah so what i'm gathering is that adelaide is a little more cultured than the melbourne people yeah, we're a bit more closed shop there. We've got a, we've got a group of you know there's several different groups, and for some reason they don't seem to intermingle. Um, probably the best pinball scene I would say would be Queensland, Brisbane. So if anyone gets a chance to get out to Australia, I would definitely head to Brisbane, and Queensland, because their scene is absolutely awesome. I've heard a little bit about it. Okay, this is a free chance for you to win one Canadian loony. It's a dollar. If you can guess what's in my pocket, your hand. Okay, I'm about to pull it out, what you, and it's not. Come on, it's, keep it clean. But what well, am I? What do you, well, what do you think I have in my pocket? You get uh, it? one Canadian dollar. Well, that's where I would put it. What is that? Looks like a kangaroo pouch. <laughs> it's a kangaroo nutsack. You got it. <laughs> Thanks very much, Grant. Thank you very much. Your opponent, USA. Here at IFPA 15, with a couple of incredible champions in their own right in different ways. Call McAlpine, last year's Pinberg winner, and he's half the man he once was, but. Double the amazing player, Carl D'Angelo. Hi, Colin. How are you? Hey, Jeff. Fine. You? Uh, you've got a nice uh, Italian jacket. That's a really uh, good-looking jacket. Where'd you get that? I, I bought it in Italy about 12 years ago. Okay, and showing some support. Trying to get Daniele to go easy on you? Well, just, you know, to preview to uh, IFPA for next year. Good point. A lot of people trying to make that. Carl, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How are you? Everything going well? Um, yesterday, yeah. Today, uh, so-so. It's only early. It's only been one round. It's only one round, but there's only two today. Well, I'm sure you're going to probably make the next one. How are you guys sitting so far? I believe I'm at 97. 97, okay. So uh, you're now trying to get that buy. Top eight get a double buy? Correct. That would be a big stretch to probably get that at this point. Okay, well, good luck, Colin. Thanks, Jeff. You too. And how about you, Carl? Where are you sitting? Uh, sitting uh, 103 right now, so I'm, I'll be in for sure. It's just a matter of uh, if I get a buy or a double buy. I hate you both. Carl and Colin, thank you very much. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Next stop, New York. Greg Pavarelli is here at IFPA 15, and he's played in a few of these before. In fact, he was the next alternate, hoping for somebody else from Austria not to show up. God bless <laughs> Herbert. Hey, what's up, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I was super stoked for you, man. You absolutely deserve it. You had a great season, and this is your hometown, and uh, you had a great run. This is definitely my favorite tournament. Uh, Adam's place is really amazing. Uh, super awesome that he opened it up to all of us, and... As soon as I saw that I wasn't in, I knew I was coming anyways. Uh, yeah, you were coming because you're going to be helping out on the stream. Yeah, the stream's going to be a lot of fun. Buffalo guys are almost here. Last year, I fell just short in the last round. Jumped in the booth with Colin. Ended up doing it for like two days straight. It was like the, the best experience. Uh, got some good feedback, but 
like on a personal level, it was so exciting just to watch that's some of the it. best games. And like, you, you know, know what? That's the way I feel too, just being here with some of the best. And, and that came down for me for the final game. The final game had I won Dragon Fist that uh, Bruce, thanks, Bruce and Ron. Yeah, Bruce and Ron. Thanks, Slam Tilt. Had I won Dragon Fist, I would have advanced. But anyway, it's it's nice to play in this competition to see everybody from across the world. And uh, yep, you never know when you're going to get the chance like this. Absolutely. I mean, never take it for granted. After having an amazing round in this tournament, it's always possible to have a bad round afterwards. It's oh, like you a mean like my 19 and then a three? Yeah, and you know what? You played awesome all day, and it's it's one of these tournaments where it's such a, a battle of attrition, and you're just always trying to balance everything out and stay afloat and there's games you haven't played and there's games that you've never even seen before every once in a while and, and people are stepping up and blowing stuff up you just got to play your best and there's absolutely no shame in how well you did Jeff Congrats. I was, was, I was feeling run. pretty good then I had this round with Eric Stone Robert Gagneau and Raymond Davidson I was like oh I'll do I was watching uh, you know oh, and, uh, but they blew it up so I mean I don't really feel terrible because right. they killed it I mean Robert put like what 38 mil on ball one on whirlwind like yeah, put on yeah. A, yeah. a clinic Anyway, it's a lot of fun, and I'm glad you're here, and uh, people can catch Greg and Nick and Kevin on the stream for F15. Yep. Next year, baby, you and I in Italy. Absolutely. We're both making it. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Thanks. Your opponent, Spain. One of the great things about being here at IFPA 15 is you get to see people you never normally see and some of the world's greatest players from all over and from Spain, Julio Vicario Soriano. How you doing, Julio? Very good. It's good to see you. I played with you in a round, and my favorite thing I've seen so far, we were practicing on an older game. I don't know if it was an EM or not, but you were shatsing on the fly. You were going back and forth and back and forth and yes. back and forth. I was amazed. I'm like, I am not in these guys' league at all. That was that was incredible. You're, you like doing it on the fly. Uh, yes. Uh, drive cuts and light cuts is very good. Very good. What are your favorite types of games? Do you like the older? Do you like the newer? No, no favorite games. Uh, all games is perfect. No, no um, favorite games. So in Spain, are there more new games or are there more older games or a good mix? Mm, new games is very difficult. It's really? Very, yes. In Spain, no, no export. Uh, the new machines very low, low. So are there games like Iron Maiden and and uh, dialed in that you've never seen before? Uh, a low units. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Only one distributor. So where do you travel to play most of your pinball? In Spain or do you go elsewhere? Um, Germany, Italy, Sweden. Yeah, lots of good pinball in Europe, and you're you're representing very well. Best of luck to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Welcome to Chicago. Ooh, I've got permission to talk to him. An employee of Stern Pinball, and he's coming on Pinball Profile. Hello, Zach. I give myself permission to talk to you. We do have to ask you now, don't we? Because some people have been, you know, certainly not nice to any pinball company, and you have to protect that as a director of marketing, don't you? You said it. Hey, this is my first time here at IFPA 15. Could be my last, but what a great event. I like this kind of almost mini pinberg. The only problem is you've got too many damn good players. Including yourself. No, 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 no. I'm and Herbert from Austria. <laughs> Herbert <Ooh>. is my <laughs> hero. How'd you I do this last round? Well, I had a chance to advance, but it came down to Dragon Fist. Needed the win on Dragon Fist, and uh, no, I was fisted. Dragon Fisted, yeah? I was. Great lineup here. You had a lot of fun. A lot less stress, too, that Adam looked after everything here at Press Start Arcade. Oh, yeah. I mean, our anxiety level was extremely low going here, and it exceeded our expectations. So Adam did an awesome job. And plus, everyone else. Like, I mean, Denise with the food and everything else. Yeah, the number of people, Brian Woodard right here, Shepard, you just keep going down the list of people who helped out. 
So as we get ready for the next round, it sounds like you're saying there's no excuses for you or Josh to win it. Well, Josh has one game right now on Seawitch to potentially advance into the head-to-head or be eliminated. Seriously? So, yeah. Well, you know I'm rooting for him. Anyway. Yeah. I am. I, I think it would be great. Oh, I'm joking. Of course. I made a song for the guy. He did. Every time someone announces Flashcore and everyone sings, Josh, ah. <laughs> Anyway, Zach, it's been a lot of fun, and we'll see you soon. It's nice to see your wife, too, doing well with the pregnancy coming in August, right? Three months. Yeah, that's good. And then for you, is that it for pinball? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Thanks, Zach. All right, thank you. This message has been approved by Stern Pinball. Next match, France. I'm here with Damien Charletti. He and I played in the last round, and we're looking up at all those 32 players that made it, and we are just kind of fans on the sidelines now. But it was a lot of fun, and you were here for the whole week, weren't you? Yeah, I got to play all the pre-events, a uh, very good host over, overall, uh, different formats to prepare for this, and uh, we played uh, whatever kid's dream is, uh, play Dragon Fist for a chance for to win. it in, yeah. Yeah. and uh, it was interesting, uh, we beat the plunge, which is always goal number one on Dragon Fist. <laughs> beat the plunge, yeah, you know, it's sensitive tilt too, I was watching Escher, he would get the ball trapped on the left, and he would let it drain and bounce off that big rubber and give it just enough shove. To bounce over to the right flipper. You, me, everybody in our group, we all tried it. Tilt, tilt, tilt. That's the difference between guys like Asher and us, I guess. Yeah, that's why he's the world champion. We're uh, on the bubble. <laughs> we made it, though. We were here. We were here. That's true. At the last minute. Hun- thank you to Hungary, right? Uh, it Herbert was from Aust- Austria. Austria, my favorite player ever. <laughs> anyway, so what's next for you? Uh, I am number 300 on the waitlist for Pinberg, so probably Cal Pinberg. You're going to go to <laughs> Cal Pinberg. You're going to go to California Extreme. That's what right. happened there? Just uh, Were you busy that day? Uh, yeah, just it's a tight it's a tight registration window. He's crying right now as we say it. But anyway, well, California Extreme, you know that's the one good thing about it being the same weekend. And you know, a guy with your Can caliber, you could win it all. Yeah, Tim Hansen oh, won yeah. last year, so it depends how, how far on the waitlist he is. <laughs> anyway, all the best, Damien. Thank you. Same to you. Next match, Italy. He's a four-time world champ at IFBA. Almost made it five times too. Daniele Achari, how are you doing? I know it was a, a tough one, but you went against the number one player in the world. It was the perfect dream match to play Raymond, but you were walking through everybody on the way there. But uh, just tough, tough competition there. And some bad luck for you too. You had some post balls too that you really couldn't defend. Uh, yes, to play uh, to play a tournament when you are in the final, you are, I think you have two players that are equal, and uh, who permit to you to win is uh, is also a little lucky and uh, and the skill. But when the skill is the same, I, I think the luck is the determinator. Sometimes it is a factor for sure, Daniele. Yeah. I was watching you earlier in the week when you first came over to Canada and you were at Cabin Fever, and I've always heard about your incredible accuracy. I saw it firsthand, and I think you were playing a game I had never seen you play. Had you ever played TNA before? Never, never. So you'd never played that before, and I saw you pick it in the finals when you were playing Johannes and, and some of the other people. You must really love that game. Yes, yes, uh, I love that game because it's a uh, cool, the, the whole machine, but it's new. It's uh, a good uh, play with light uh, and it's, uh, it's very amazing. Uh, the, it's a whole machine with a uh, multiball. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, well, it's funny that you should pick that game to determine your fate in the Pin Golf Championship, but obviously, uh, good kudos to Scott Denisi and the people who made that game at Spooky because you were uh, an instant fan of that game. Now, next year, 
It comes to your home. We're going to be in Italy yes. for IFA 16. You have to be the player to watch out when it goes back to Italy. So I look forward to seeing you there. And uh, what's next for you as far as big tournaments? Uh, I don't know because I'm busy with the work now and I'm, I'm playing less. My last tournament was uh, eight, uh, eight months? months ago. Yes, wow. I can play very few times. Well, as soon as you turn on that machine and press start, great things happen, and we almost saw it yeah, again here today. I, I hope in my town uh, <laughs> I don't have a fever because every time in the USA I, I play bad in the final, but in all tournaments because uh, I don't know why. Daniel, <laughs> you're one of the best for a reason. Four-time world okay. champ. Congratulations, second place. No, no shame no, there. No. That's amazing. No, no. Uh, second place uh, is a good position, I think. Enjoy your flight back, and we'll see you soon. Thank you very much, Daniele. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Raymond Davidson, I don't know if you're the greatest player in the world or you just love WWE LEs and it brings your game up to a new level. What is it? <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to catch them all. Uh, all the <laughs> WWE LEs, apparently. You have a few now in your collection. Congratulations <laughs> on this massive win. Back-to-back IFBA championships. And uh, you did make it look easy, buddy. I mean, you were the number one seed after the round of eight and then in the finals to sweep one of the greatest players of all time in Danielle. Yeah, I mean, it, the hardest part was that first round Saturday night, uh, just trying to get my groove on. I was shaking, I was nervous, I was bricking shots left and right, and, you know, finally I, I did just enough to survive that round. And then after that, it was like, all right, I'm in, I'm in Sunday, I'm ready to play, got my head in the game, uh, almost uh, choked against Trent where I was up on him like 3-0 or 3-1, and then yeah. he started winning and I started losing. I had a crazy save on Funhouse to take that one, um, and then Harlem uh, was a neck and neck, but he got housed on ball three, and that was it on for that, but yeah, it was... Uh, it was a lot harder than maybe it looked. <laughs> it was it was tough. Well, that's interesting you talk about playing on Saturday night because with the number one seed, you got two buys. That's a long wait. Is the wait sometimes... I mean, you want the buys. You want to advance farther along. But does that sometimes kind of wreck your mojo a little bit? Well, luckily, I didn't have to wait as long as, like, Colin, who didn't play until, like, 10.30 at night or something. Uh, my side of the bracket was ready for me um, within, like, a couple hours. Like, it was, it was pretty fast. Um... But yeah, it definitely, you're coming in a little cold, you know, you don't know what games you're picking yet, that sort of thing. After that first round, you get in a rhythm, and you're like, alright, I'm picking this game, this game, this game, I'm going to do this, this, and this. Uh, that first round is the toughest. How does this compare to last year's win? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it was just uh, just as tough a competition. I guess it's a little different, because it's the second time. Um, but <laughs> other than that, you know, it's the same, you have to do it. You know, there's no room for error. There's no um, Papa-style groups where you can pick up a third or fourth, you know, here and there, slide your way up to the final four. you got to beat your opponent every single round by a large margin, too. You, you know, there's a sudden death two out of three if you tie it up three to three, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it's just really tough. Again, when I say you make it look easy, what we're forgetting is when you're the number one player in the world, you're expected to be the favorite and maybe expected to win. That's a pressure nobody else has, and it is not easy. You make it look easy, but when you have the 64 best players in the world here or you do your national championship, which you've also won, competitions like circuit, you see some of the best, it's not easy. It's not like you're playing in Washington against, although there's a lot of players there too. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not easy playing in Washington. Um, any of Anyone in Seattle can tell you that. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's uh, incredible uh, how many people you have to play against, and just tons of pinball. 
Uh, no margin. I mean, little margin for error, but not much. When you watch the final on Twitch from the great job that Buffalo Pinball did here at Press Start Arcade, you'll see the last game was Surf and Safari. Now, that's a game you kind of don't really know what to do. And Daniele put up $20 million on his first ball, which is a great score. You knew how to start the multi-ball, but after that, what do you do? I, yeah, I know there's a million whirlpool thing you take advantage of, and then after that, I, I did not know what to do. I was just kind of shooting shots. I saw an extra ball round. I thought maybe that would give me something. Turns out it didn't. It didn't give me anything. Uh, but uh, it kept me flipping, you know, kept bouncing into things. Then eventually, uh, Locke lit itself, and I was like, okay, I know what to do now. <laughs> like, once I know what to do, that, that's what to do. During ball one, you lit the three million stand-up to the right of the left ramp and missed it. And you're like, oh, you know, I hit the ramp and I hit the yeah. very target, but I didn't get that shot. Daniele goes up next, he hits it, and immediately straight drains. out. Yeah, straight out. And what did out. you say? I'm glad I, I'm glad I missed it. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, oh, maybe it's a good thing I, I, I didn't hit that. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond, I'll let you go. A lot of people want to talk to you. Congratulations. Another, another of probably many world championships this time at IFPA 15 here at Press Start Arcade. Congratulations, Raymond. Thank you, Jeff. Overtime. I got to tell you, it's been a pretty exciting IFPA 15 here at Adam Becker's Press Start Arcade. His wife, Denise, did a fantastic job. So many years in planning, too. And with two guys that I was talking to earlier, I might have said, I hate you guys. I'm just jealous, all right? It was really bleeding through. Colin McAlpine and Carl D'Angelo. What'd you think of the tournament, Colin? Uh, it's a fantastic event. The IFPA World Championships is a, a great player field from all over the world. Top competition. You feel like you're playing in an A-Division finals the entire time you're qualifying, and it's, uh, it's just a lot of fun. You didn't have a softie like me, did you? We never, we never met, did we? We never crossed paths. I was way down. Yeah, never you, you had a 19 in one round. And, and then a, a three. <laughs> and then a three. Carl, what did you think of it? You've been to one of these before. Oh, everything's Colin said. Yeah, I've been to one before. It's a just fantastic tournament. Uh, Adam really worked his butt off getting all the games up and running in uh, great shape. Every single one uh, just about lasted to the tournament. Um, just a fantastic time. Such great variety, too, of games, too. And there was some that Gottlieb Arena. Have you guys played that before? No. First time. Oh, yeah. I own one. Of course, Carl does. I'm sure we'll see it at Indisc next year. But anyway, for those that weren't there and you're watching the stream or maybe you've seen some things on social media, I've got these two guys here, and I want to just – I'll say this myself. There were some comments about practicing and things like that. And not one person out of the 64 players here – had any problem with any practice. Is that safe to say, Carl? That is perfectly safe to say. And we were here. We were the whole time. Uh, no one, you know, everyone was really friendly. They would, uh, you know, sometimes they would just go up and practice if they, you know, at the beginning of the game, despite the order. Did, despite the play order, it didn't matter what what, uh, what order they practiced in. It wasn't, there was never an official rule, or at least it was never relayed to us. Um, and so anyone could play in any order if they walked up and so forth. No one cared to because there were times, you know, it's, it's such a grind. You're like, you know, i got to run to the washroom. Okay, yeah, we'll get it in because you don't want to delay things. And so people would practice. That yeah. would be an example. And again, you said there was no rule about that. I never once in eight rounds saw anybody with a timer to time 30 seconds or anything like that. If someone went long, someone might say something like, hey, that might be 30. It was a real gentleman-friendly agreement between everyone. Do you think, Colin? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I mean, be, everybody that's uh, made it this far is obviously very seasoned in playing competitive pinball and uh, we, all, we all know what we're doing. There was not one question from anybody here about any concerns about somebody doing something wrong. In fact, it was well handled by the Sharps. They did a great job. Uh, the two Bryans were fantastic, and Adam, too. So if you were here, and we were, 
Everything was very well run, so there were no concerns from the 64 players here. So, guys, what's next for you? I know you, Colin, you've got Bat City Open coming up pretty soon. Yeah, Bat City Open's coming up uh, the last weekend in June in Austin, Texas, so looking forward to that. And then the month after that will be Pinburg. Can it defend that title or what? No, that's, that's the plan. You know, <laughs> do my best. <laughs> well, best of luck the way you were playing today. Would you finish sixth? Yeah, I've had, uh, I finished sixth. You ran into that Adam Becker wall. He played great today. I did, yeah. Adam played fantastic this morning and uh, took me out. Played awesome, and uh, you know I had to. I played well on the uh, the the tiebreaker to finish sixth. Carl, you got the double bye. How did that do for you? Poorly, very poorly. (laughs) (laughs) You went up against Daniele, who was in second, and and he played fantastic. He did. He did. I played horribly that that round. Uh, I don't know if the double bye, you know, being away for so long made a difference or not. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I I played horribly. (laughs) <laughs> You're being modest. It was just a rough, unfortunate few games there, but Danielle really played fantastic. Yes, Guys, yes, thanks for coming to Canada, and I know I'll see you at Pinburg, and I'll see you soon, uh, probably at an amusement park on the roller coaster. Oh, yeah. You went to Canada's Wonderland, I did. You? Fantastic time. Yeah, great time. Great park. Carl D'Angelo, Colin McAlpine here at IFPA 15. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Well, there you have it. Almost a World Cup-like feel at IFPA 15 in Keswick, Ontario. The challenge is now to make it to IFPA 16 in Italy in 2019. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Email us pinballprofile at gmail.com and please subscribe on either iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. I'm Jeff Teolis.